Hi, this is Tony Silva. And Charles Wiz. And this is episode 75, Two Teachers Talking. Uh, Charles and I get together to talk about teaching and teaching English in Japan. And uh, today we're going to talk about uh, trying to stay sane. Trying to stay in control, managing the unmanageable, and uh, how we wrestle with uh, data, information, and keep it all straight when we're busy, one, living our lives, and two, teaching. <laughs> and um, as you probably are aware, that's not an easy task. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. It's really, I like what you said. It's like wrestling with it. It's really, it's a, it is really a bear. And there's, and there's, there's so many options, right? So with all kinds of varying degrees of, of tech, not, and just before we started recording, uh, you're giving me some information about some things that are on your website. And it's like, oh, 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 <laughs> what, where do, what do I do with this so it doesn't get lost? And, you take out, a, <laughs> there's a pad of paper on the desk and you write it on a piece of paper. And at the other end of the stream, you've got these like multi-integrated applications <laughs> that- And workflows. That, that goes and... with every little crack and crevice of your system. And it's like, oh man. And how do you make sense out of all that? And then you've got you know, also, you got that it's just a number of uh, to-do candle calendaring applications. And then you've got the GTD religion. Right, the getting things done. That's David Allen. David Allen, yeah, which is a it's a religion. <laughs> it's <say>? a cult. <laughs> Where it's a geek cult religion. Yeah, um, about the whole approach to managing this kind of stuff. So I don't know. Maybe we're nuts for even trying to do this, but let's well, jump in. Well, I think we're nuts anyway. So I, <laughs> let's but, jump in. But it's, I think. Most people I know don't think about it. And that's well, and that's how you get in trouble, right? Well, I don't know. I think about it, and I'm always in trouble because I'm always trying to figure out a better way to do something. So in my attempt to be more productive, I become less productive and waste a lot of time. Well, it's easy to fall off that cliff too, right? You spend so much time trying to figure out how to do these things that you never get a chance to do them. Right. And we're not going to spend the whole time talking about real workflows. I think what we're really talking about is this problem of, let's say... Something comes up this week in a class and you want to do something about it. How, and I, how do we get that, make sure that we can get from the point of recognizing that something needs to be done to getting it done and it doesn't fall through the cracks, right? That you can retrieve it at the time when you're ready to do it or that, or that you get reminded that this also needs to get done and that it's the right place uh, it, for you to be able to do it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And especially that it can be found. Yeah. You know, you just you don't want to be going through the papers on your desk searching for that. I mean, that's I think so. Yeah, a little really... bit of information storage and then retrieval, right? That's okay, tough. Right. So we're going to look at basically to-do lists or systems for right getting your to-dos down, calendars, and in a sense, reminders, memos, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think Tony, you've got a pretty clear system you use, right? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't sure. resist. Couldn't re I yeah. needed to set you up for that one. Clear, clear, clear as glass. Clear That's as right. Glass. Let me see. Where's my piece of paper? And I, I, what am I, I'm going to find that piece of paper, and then I have to enter that into the computer. Yeah. So, Well, let's just start off by saying, you know, for, for a lot of people, that is the best system. 
and it works. It works. And if you got, you know, as long as you don't lose that notebook or whatever it is, you got everything in. Um, you gotta, you gotta work a little bit hard to to improve on that. Actually, well, but, the only real problem with it is it's not the searchable in a really good way. Mm -hmm. Although it does help you remember things, but I know a lot of people are using, you know, paper-based calendar schedule books. I see that all the time. Yeah, I see um, that less and less these days. It's always kind of quaint now when I see it. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, it's kind of like somebody hand, using a calculator to enter their grades, right? Mm -hmm. But, okay, so... So me, the, the, okay. But before we do that, I was just thinking, the, the real key idea here is what, what's called capture, correct? Okay, yep. That everything is built around, that's the whole point, is how do you capture what you're thinking or that fleeting thought or the idea or the thing that has to be done how do you get it down somewhere because you're gonna forget it most mm -hmm. likely and so this is really we're talking about offloading our memories hmm. memory system so yeah given that the key i think the central concept is capture and then getting it done what do you do how do you okay. handle something what walk us through it well i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go at it backwards I'm going to, I'm going to reverse, Gee, why, reverse, why, why, reverse engineer this. Yeah. Why would you but not follow what I suggested? <laughs> why no, am no, I not no. surprised that's, by that? That's where I want to get. That's where I want to get. But I want, I want to go backwards because otherwise the, the, the paths aren't obvious. So we're going to, we're going to, that is exactly where I'm going. I'm going to that exactly what you just said, exactly what happened before we started recording. There's this bit of information I want to grab. How do I do that? And I'm going to tell you, <laughs> eventually. Drum roll. All right. So um, one of the things that I do that's maybe different for most people is that my real calendar, which is my real calendar on the computer, synced with my phone and my iPad, uh, reserved for events, dinners, meetings, anniversaries, birthdays, trips, you know, um, air, air flights, also regular work and holidays. I don't clutter my calendar with or merge it or confuse it with like regular to-do lists. So the, the calendar for me is reserved to events. <clears throat> I maintain lists of to-dos, lists, uh, and they're dynamic and they're constantly changing. Okay, the calendar is more static and it's more fixed. But the to-dos, hour to hour, day to day, and one of the things that I need, that the way that I work, which is in contrast to the, the, the getting things done thing, is... Um, you don't as, get things done. <laughs> well, I spend a lot less time planning and thinking about it than, than those folks do. But I maintain uh, different to-do lists, right? I've got one for my, I mean, I call it personal, which is like my life. You know, it's like shoe repair, <laughs> you know, get, we need butter that type of thing. Um, a specific work-related list, which is all the schools and all the things I need to do for each of the classes. Um, one for, for me, for Chicago, because I'm there twice a year usually and very, very active and very, very busy. So that warrants its own list. And then I've got uh, just holiday gift lists um, for mercifully few people. But um, I don't think I'm year, on that list. Uh, you're not on that <laughs> list. 
He won't be either. <laughs> yeah, I kind of thought that to be the case. But, you know, during the years... Like, well, I'm oh, taking yeah. you off my list now. Oh, yeah. So there, yeah, yeah well, right. only, Let me so go find that there, There's only somewhere. Allison and my brother on there, so... Right. Uh, that, 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 that's about it. So... But, but even the, though there's during, only two people, you still keep the list, though. Because I don't want to forget. Right. Right? So it doesn't matter even how small it is. Right. So, for example, I was at my brother's house, and it's like, oh, you know, he really could use an Apple TV. Bam, it goes on the list, comes his birthday... Um, and Amazon's going to bring him an Apple TV or something, something like that, right? So that's a like to do list. And before, <clears throat> until we started prepping for this show, I relied on my uh, good friend Evernote heavily. And even though um, the Evernote developers have stubbornly <laughs> refused uh, any enhancement of its uh, checkbox checklist functionality, despite all the din on their forums and people pleading for them to do that. They're not doing it. I still use it anyway. I uh, created checklists and four different Evernote pages for the my, my four different to-do lists, along with all the other things I use Evernote for. But it's always there. Um, the syncing among devices is perfect. And importantly, simplicity, there's no need for another application. Mm. Right? So... I, in addition to the to-do notes, I use Evernote for um, notes for the podcast. You know, our future topics, what we're going to do this time, links that I find, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, notes before the show, et cetera. Um, writing. So if I'm going to be writing something, whether it's um, a letter, memoir, vacation, the beginning of a short story... Um, something else that I'm doing for one of the classes, I'll use that for the initial entry. That is my writing input source. Um, one of the things that Evernote is wonderful for is collecting clipped articles. So I get something on the web. Um, there's a little doohickey up in the browser bar. It says little, little elephant there for Evernote. Hit that, bam, and it kind of parses it out, gives a simplified version of the article. Looks at it and says, looks like you want to put this in your two teachers talking file, or you want to put this in your stuff to read thing, or this looks like it's for Chicago. And it does a pretty good job of that. And you can also obviously override it. It does that. Um, I maintain a list of new words, English and Japanese, um, ideas and reminders of a bigger nature or different kind for classes and things. So uh, maybe a different way. Uh, approaching, for example, a reading assignment for a class or so forth and so on. And then I've got an ongoing list of movies to see, books to read, <laughs> and, and and music to listen to or purchase. So not exactly to-do lists, but information that I don't want to get lost. So that's Evernote's like for the semi-permanent things that I don't want to forget. Um, in preparing for the show, I have explored a number of the innumerable to-do list applications and um, am playing with a couple. I have not made a final decision, but have offloaded that to-do list away from Evernote, and I'm probably going to use a dedicated to-do application for that. And certain priorities, it's got to um, sync perfectly with the phone and the iPad and the computer and the cloud. It's just got to do that automatically without me thinking about it. It's got to be fast. It's got to have multiple ability to do multiple lists, organize the way that I, and this is really important, the way that I want to do it. Mm -hmm. I want my four list. I want my Chicago list. I want my work list. 
I don't want to be forced into another way of thinking about it in terms of like like the GTD thing, right? Um, with the uh, depending where you are, I don't want to abandon that much control to the my system. I want to be the one in control. Recurring theme here, control freak. Um, and uh, and it, we've talked a little bit more about like open sourcing it. To, like, it's got to be appealing to the eye. So that's my my priorities for those applications. Just a little aside, last 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 little side thing. In addition, for my classes, we talked about planning. Um, or what I with my master spreadsheets, I use numbers because they let me use the photos. But for each of my five schools, I've got special spreadsheet. Each spreadsheet, well, set of sheets, right? Spreadsheets has. Um, a bare bones calendar for the semester with very, very brief notes on lesson plans for each class um, for the semester. That's on one sheet. And then each class has its own sheet with the attend uh, of the students who are enrolled, their attendance records, their test scores, et cetera, et cetera. And each school's got its own master spreadsheet. So <clears throat> to get back where we started, <laughs> I get that little piece of data right a little piece of information either it's talking to you on the telephone or i'm just walking around the classroom <clears throat> i'm on the escalator getting on a, you know get on tour from a train uh and i get something i don't want to forget so <clears throat> very short-term things very transient you know maybe just a reminder to remind myself um we'll go use siri and we talked about this before the thing Siri is the is the Apple voice recognition voice capture um, service, I guess, uh, that has really improved and gotten extremely powerful. So you can just tell Siri, say, Siri, remind me tomorrow morning to email Char Charles about the next podcast. And then say, okay. And next morning it'll remind me. So that's very ephemeral. It's very fast. And it but and it's very fleeting right because it's going to evaporate soon you can you can do other things with it you can you can put entries in your calendar you can create a new note um from siri and do all those kinds of things you can send the emails and messages <clears throat> using siri it's really and di nice. and dictate to them right yeah you can say yeah send charles send, in the, send to charles an email and I say, what do you want me to say and i says well tell them <laughs> <laughs> don't even say that don't even go there <laughs> tell them i want you to tell them <laughs> And then uh, <laughs> I've gotten those emails, by the way. <laughs> and uh, if I've got free hands, uh, or if I'm like in some place where I'm really going to look weird talking to myself, um, the short-term memos will go to uh, if if I'm on the Mac, if I'm at the, my, my my PC, uh, it goes to Notes, which I use for pretty much short-term things. Something that's permanent, more permanent, it's going to go somewhere else. Most likely Evernote or into one of the lesson plans. Um, and if I'm on my phone or my um, iPad, uh, I use an application called Drafts. Yep. And uh, it's a little bit more powerful than Notes. And its purpose is, to, it's, as the name implies, it's, it's short term. So you, you write it there, but then you do something else with it. You send it to Notes or you send it to Evernote or you email it or you something else. It's a very, very temporary um storage spot for for what i'm doing so both notes and drafts are used for that very very short-term reminders 
etc., or or even dictation would be Siri. I want to make, just throw something out about drafts because I also um, drafts is in my my dock on mm. all my iOS devices. The thing about drafts that makes it really special is you open it and you start writing, and it's after you've entered or captured the idea or the information that then you decide what to do with it. And just by sliding over from the side, it gives you all these options. Send as an email, save to Evernote, correct? Correct. And um, you can, and you can write your own. Put it into your calendar. The, the thing that I love the most about it um, is that you decide what to do after you've captured the idea. That's really the key. Mm-hmm. And the one function it has that I really love is a pen to um, monthly journal, which you mm-hmm. can put into like Dropbox. Mm-hmm. And it just adds whatever you've done to the end of a file. And it automatically creates these like, you know, April, May, June, July files. Really, really nice. So you have a collection of all your thoughts. But I just wanted to say that I think Drafts is really a great, great tool. And what is it, about $10? Or it's very cheap. It's very cheap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was a no-brainer purchase. I don't remember what I paid, but I know that, yeah, it's it's well worth it, whatever yeah, it costs. Yeah, it's a really very, very nice app. I love to have something like that on my, my Mac, my desktop. Yes. 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 Really yes. Nice right now, Note, Notes is the closest that I get, but it's nothing like Drafts. I'd really like Drafts on on, uh, on the desktop. It's, um, I guess, in many ways, it is the tech equivalent of a piece of paper i mean it's it's totally open and it's where from the paper it can go anywhere right i mean the same thing with drafts you can send it route it anywhere that you want to go the other thing though is i want to disagree with you here tony is that i don't think drafts is just a short-term temporary small storage thing you could actually write on the whole thing yes and in fact on my drafts i do have (laughs) just those things Right. I mean, you for me, they should be in Evernote, but they're not yet. <laughs> right. Well, it's again that the advantage of drafts is that it, you could write something and then you could send it to Evernote or you could send it to Dropbox or, or you, you could, could keep it there until you're finished with it. Right. Or you can put it on your, um, right, you know, make a copy and have it on the clipboard. I mean, right. it's just an amazing list of options available. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so very nice tool. Very nice tool. But anyway, I interrupted you because I wanted to. I'm just about done. Well, that's good. Give me a little break. Okay. And then so, for, for me, like then like what I've got to do today. So like in the morning before like when before things really get started, I'm kind of groggy morning coffee and things. Things that I want to remember that I'm gonna do today, those go on a piece of paper in my pocket. <laughs> it goes in my shirt pocket, ranks my phone. It's like, okay, these are the things I absolutely have to remember to do today. And it might be something to do with class. It might be make photocopies for something else. It might be pick something up on the way to or from work. That goes on a piece of paper. We talk about retrieval, right? I, I, it's going to be on this piece of paper. It's going to be annoying. It's going to be in my way all day long. But I'm going to. It's like a piece of string on my finger. I'm going to remember it because it's this stupid piece of paper in my pocket. Mm. And then um, <clears throat> I talked about Siri and I talked about um, putting things into drafts. There are times, for example, in class where I don't have anything with me. For those occasions, I do have a tiny little notebook that sits in my back pocket. And if I want to make sure that I don't forget anything, it goes in there. Mm. So that's it. So <clears throat> depending on where I'm at, um, either goes my that little bit of information goes into that little notepad, notepad 
or into drafts or into notes on my Mac. <clears throat> and if it's very short term, uh, then it goes to Siri. So that answers your question, finally. Sorry. What was my question? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that bit of information. So what do you do? I'm, yeah, yeah, what do I do? Well, I everything goes into drafts first because I can just keep it there and then just get it out really easily. So if something, I always have my iPhone with me. And so I will put something into drafts right away as long as I have that, you know, so access to being able to type that in. I'm like you, if I, it's inconvenient or it's just a real quick thing, I'll use Siri to record a note, remind me to, you know, put this in. Um, but everything centers around capturing it because I don't know how many times this happens. I get an idea and then four seconds later, I have absolutely no idea what my idea was. Mm -hmm. So it's really important for me to do that right away. And I think it's a little bit weird for the students when they see me pull out my my iPhone <laughs> and start typing away. I think they think I'm texting. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell them, look, I'm sorry. I said, you know, you, I tell you to use your iPhones to record things. I got to just write this down, you know, so I remember it. So if I get an idea, something comes up in class, it'll go into drafts. And if I quickly know what to do, I will usually send it to, um, I use Evernote for this, and I will send it to my teaching notebook. And it specifically is for stuff related to teaching. And then I have to go through later in the day or during the week and review that and figure out what's to be done. Um, I use Siri for the reminders, remind me to do stuff. Um, like you, I do separate out my calendar from my to-dos. Um, I use Fantastical. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with it too, yes, which yes. is a really, really nice calendaring app. I like it much better than the um, standard Mac calendar. Um, it uses natural language, so I can say, um, call Tony at lunchtime. Or, you know, it's actually using it to do, but say, you know, um, uh, you know I'm podcast with Tony at lunch. And it will automatically put in 12 o'clock to 1 o'clock, for example. So that's a very nice thing. So I keep that for, you know, schedules and things, things, you know, classes or meetings, etc. Um, my to-do list is a little bit different from yours. I use um, kind of, it's an expensive piece of software, OmniFocus. Um, and what I really like is that it works across my Mac, my iPad, and my iPhone. It actually works better on the iPad and the iPhone in certain ways and it does on the Mac. But that's a very like project planning piece of um, software. But it lets me do things I can create projects and then create subtasks and set dates for those. Um, the real nice thing about it is it has something called context. So for example, I can mark something as being for one school and I can mark something for being at another school or I can mark something for being only at home. And that's really nice. So I can look at what I have to do when I'm at a certain place. So if I'm at my main school, I could see, ah, oh, these are the to-dos that I have for here. So that lets me know what I'm doing. It also has a review function, a calendar function. It'll tie into Fantastical. It'll show me what I have to do. And the reverse occurs also is that Fantastical will also show me 
what I have to do, but I don't really look at it too much. Um, so I'm thinking that's basically what I do. Um, when I want to capture something, for example, you said you use the Evernote Clipper. Mm -hmm. And I use the, that I don't know how, what would you describe, the little box with the arrow at the top mm -hmm. in Safari. But I will usually clip articles to Evernote and Pocket to okay. save. I use both. I like to double up on those and see what's going on. And the other thing I do is there's a thing called Trello, which is basically like a, a Kanban kind of, you know, the board, you can move things around. And that's, lets me figure out how to organize things. And I can set, you know, things as, you know, ongoing, completed, and high priority needs to be done and set dates. And that makes things pretty easy for me. So in many ways, just it's the main thing for me is getting, you know, getting that capturing that idea or the thought or the to do right away. I'm that's too easy for me to miss things later on. The thing I guess, Tony, that might be a little bit different is I really always try to before, you know, I decide it's time to finish up with work and it's time to relax. I always try to make my to do list for the next day before I go to bed. I don't like to wake up. I like to be okay tomorrow. This is what I'm going to do and then set it. So I really am aware. And so I wake up in the morning and I can see, ah, these are the things I need to do. And it feels a little less stressful for me, a little more comfortable to kind of close out the day with um, looking forward to it the next day. So in many ways, it's really similar to what you do. Um, but I'm always changing. I'm always trying to find something better. You know, is this the best way? For example, what do you do if you read something? And let's say it's a PDF. How do you store that article? What do you do with that? Might be a question, you know, if, but primarily it's really a matter of capturing and then deciding later what to do. I don't mm -hmm. want to stop and think, ah, is this a to do? Is this a calendar item? Is this, you know, should this go here? Should this go there? I want to just be able to grab the idea, get it down move on, get back to whatever I'm doing, and then be able to come back and figure out what I should do with the information or the, the task. So that's my my whole shtick. Yeah, a PDF for me goes, that's pretty much to Evernote. That's okay. where it's going to be. And then- And searchable as a PDF, right? Yes, which is mm -hmm. really slick, very, very nice little thing. And, you know, it'll go to a specific section there. I've got different notebooks within Evernote. Okay. And um, yeah, you, you're talking about the Omni focus, um, which is a big, heavy tool, man. That, oh, that's so major. powerful, right? Yes. And um, um, and again, for me, just like way, way, I something I actually want to actively avoid. Um, I don't, I, you like a lot, I think you like a lot more automation and take care of it for me kind of stuff, whereas I much more, more hands-on and I don't trust <laughs> yeah, I want everything to be done for me. I just want to <laughs> sit back and have a beer and have everything done for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that I think is a difference. You you like to actually move the things. Yeah, I think. yeah, and that's why one of the reasons also where I don't I don't like that that the idea of context. It's like no 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 no. I, I I can think. I know where I am. Let me let me decide what I want to see and what I don't want to see. Don't even if it's like okay, I'm at this school. I need to do this, but yeah, but I, I need to know 
I, or I want to know also what is coming up tomorrow because there might be a way for me to put those things together. But you can't do that, by the um, way. Yeah. If, 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 I'm, if I'm relying on context because it's going to hide it from me because I'm not there. Except, yeah. The idea, though, is such an easy switch. Right. right. It just allows me basically to see, ah, this is what I need to be doing at this job. And I'm just thinking it's a really nice thing for someone like yourself who is teaching at how many different schools? Five. Right. You know, for me, I, I get lost, you know, if I even just, you know, figuring out between two schools. Yeah. So say for me, it's it's important to go back and forth. Sometimes, depending on what I'm doing, I need five silos, five mm. separate dis- discrete modules of something. At other times, like, for example, comes the holidays, oh, that kind of gets very fuzzy because a lot of things kind of come together. Um, uh, beginning of the year, right? Be- beginning of classes, there's a lot of overlap and it doesn't make sense to have that it's split up into five things. As the semester progresses, you really, they become much more distinct paths and sets of activities and things. So um, I... It would be, <laughs> I can't even imagine a piece of software to be able to make sense out of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I think it's interesting, though. You're right. I, I'm always trying to automate things. I really, that is, I think, what I'm always trying to do is, you know, if I could somehow get something out of my brain into the computer to do it without, like, any interaction on my part, I would be very, very, very happy. Mm. So, you know, I'm always trying to find a way to speed things up. Um, and that's one of the reasons why there's a iOS app um, work, work, workflow, mm-hmm. I think it's called. And that is, um, lets you put actions together so things can be done um, as simple as, you know, for example, saving to Dropbox, it automatically does something. Um, I have something, one that translates text automatically. Uh, which is really, really useful, um, or translate an article. Um, I use Slack, for example, with my students, which is kind of a, a high-powered line or um, chat application. And it's really easy to have a note and then up, ah, send this automatically, post it to Slack so my students can see and I can communicate with them. So, yeah, if I can just write and then push a button and have it do something and go somewhere... I'm I'm totally game for that. Yeah, you I mentioned really like yeah that. you meant you mentioned just now Slack and then before you mentioned Trello and when Trello was new a few you know years ago, um, I initially looked at it with the idea of it being kind of a, a Slack type device, uh, or not device um, system or thing entity, where I'd be able to um, put things force actually student access and things and it fell it just didn't it fell apart and a little bit we talked about slack a couple of a couple of years ago um or about maybe it's about a year ago 18 months <clears throat> but yeah again for me with the volume of students i've got i i yeah i there, there isn't and the room for that kind of um two-way flow of communication because i i did it would be overwhelming for me mm. You know, with the Slack, we've talked about that. I said I use it for small groups, and it works really nicely. Right. And it's really, really nice because I, and I'm trying to get people in my department to start using it because I, I keep getting these 
embedded, 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 embedded emails, mm. you know, with like, you know, 17 little arrows indicating that it's, you know. They're all in Japanese. Um, a lot of them, yeah, yeah. about 90%. <laughs> Isn't that yeah. fun? <laughs> yeah, it just, it, right. And in something in that situation where the cognitive load's already high and then you're adding in all these other things and I'm trying to figure out where's the original message or what, you know, it's just much easier to be able to scroll chronologically or search for something. It makes life easier. Mm-hmm. Trello's, uh, I'm trying to use that with my seminar students to track their their progress and they kind of move their cards around to indicate where they are. For example, K research questions are defined and then they can do that. It's an interesting app. Not sure if I'm completely sold on it, trying to learn how to do it. And, you know, that's something else to talk about too, is that no matter what you do, if you start using something new, there's always that learning curve. There's always a period of time where it's just not easy to use. Right, and, and that's you know, one of the things great... that, with Omni, right? That kind of scared me off too, because it was like, wow, it's a lot to, here to learn. The one that really makes me nuts is the thing Devon Think Pro. Oh yeah, oh yeah, unbelievably powerful. I keep yeah. reading about people who use it. It has, you know, it can find connections between the stuff you've entered. Unbelievably powerful, but wow, you know, it just. I've been trying to learn how to use it for a year. Yeah, <laughs> so really, it, really. You know, but yeah. there's something to it, you know, that sure. I keep I mean, coming it's, back. It's got a lot of users, a lot, a lot of followers. I mean, they really, a lot of people really love it. Especially people doing research, you know, who mm. are keeping track of, you know, reading a lot and they're taking notes and there's a lot of workflows. But that has an incredibly difficult learning curve. Or either that or I'm unbelievably slow or both are the case. <clears throat> but... Sometimes you're going to use something and you got to stick with it. And sometimes you just give up. And it's, I think, a hard thing to know when you should, you know, when should you stick? When should you change? Yeah, this is a, just a little bit, maybe a little bit off topic, but you, you talked about um, the, um, uh, about, uh, with, with Omni and, um, what was it? Just Devin Think. Devin Think. Um, I know a couple of years ago you were very heavily into Zotero. Oh, you still yeah. using that a lot? Yeah, I'm trying to move move away from that using yes. Just so for people in the audience, Zotero is a citation and reference manager. So if you're reading and you have to keep track of what you're reading, so you can cite and make references, yeah. But yeah, basically that's what I end up using most of the time. Yeah, because so that's it's cross platform. Yeah, and it's one of those philosophical difficulties. Okay, so it does. It's a separate app, so you need something, or it's a add on, an extension to the browser. It's a Firefox extension or a Safari extension. And, or it works by itself. And it does a really good job at what it does, but it, then it means it's another thing, right? And like, so like for me, it's like if I can find a way to uh, get that functionality with something that's already there and already running, then I'll, then I'll go that way so what rather do do, than use it. Um, what do you do for citations and reference management? Uh, I use Evernote. Okay, but... Will Evernote automatic? Evernote will not automatically. Not automatically. No, see, that's it. Not, not automatically. No, it's I. I'll create a, a, a task specific. If it's a one paper that I'm doing, then that one paper is going to have like one page for all the references and things. And then yeah, I'm on online. It's like bam, send this page to that to that that file. Yeah. Yeah. See, there's that's that's an interesting point because there we really differ. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, 
something like Zotero is just, it's a no-brainer. And again, the reason for that is that it has a an extension that works in Word or LibreOffice, mm -hmm. which basically means that it'll automatically help you get the the citation. You click on it and it automatically enters the citation. And then after you've entered all your citations for the entire paper, you just click on create bibliography and it automatically creates your, your bibliography reference list. Just mm. boom. It also automatically will get your reference citation information. You need a book, go to Amazon, click on a little icon in the title, in the URL bar, it downloads the information. Sweet. Uh, Right. Same mm -hmm. thing a lot for Google Scholar. You can get all the information and it it's just nice. It just it's it's a massive time saver. Mm -hmm. Now, how many hours did it take for me to learn that? I'd probably say about 12, 15 hours of really watching tutorials, practicing, learning how to use it. How many weeks and months of work has it saved me? Innumerable. Sure. So sure. there it's definitely a worthwhile use. So there are those things. But again, I like that. I like mm -hmm. that it removes well, I think five if I were or six to, steps. If I were to embark on five years of like heavy duty research, I'd, I'd be right there with you. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, that's a, for me, especially at this stage in my career, our research is such a small part of what I do that it, it will not save me much time. Hopefully, optimistically, it's going to save me zero time because hopefully I won't have to be doing any more research at this point. Well, for me, it's not just even the research. It's actually just those really interesting pieces of information I, I read. Let's say it might be online mm. or in, you know, in an article. It could be you know, an academic journal. It could be a magazine. Um, it could be a web page. But be something like Zotero will actually take, do a picture of that web page mm -hmm. because a lot of web pages disappear. Mm -hmm. And it's really nice to have the, the whole URL sure. you know, sure, accessed sure. with the access date and be able to know that. And in case the website changes or the page is gone, you know, what is it? The 404? Yeah, yeah. Right, mm -hmm. error. So that's nice. Well, that's, but, that, that's, why, that's why I like Evernote. Evernote's very good. Yeah. Does Evernote grab the page? Yeah. Simplified version of the article. Bam. Right. With the URL. It's really nice. Yeah. And it and it and again it, it tries to figure out where you want to put it. it. Says, do you want me to put it here? And isn't that in the pay, that's the yes. paid version, isn't it? I I the free version. I don't know. I, if that I pay that for, for it. I don't I don't know what came with it. I, and I don't remember anymore what came with right. it with so the free version, the paid version. The free version doesn't have the OCR. So you don't have, it doesn't take your, I think, PDFs and make them searchable, I think. But I don't use it that way. So, mm. but Evernote's great because it's on every device, mm. right? It's Android, Windows, Mac, iOS. Yeah, and you've got access to your stuff whenever you've got anybody else's computer, you can get into it. Right. And, you don't and need your own machine. And that's a very, very, very nice thing is that you can get on into it right away. And so it just stores stuff for you. It's Got a good search function. It also has tagging, right? Yes. Do you tag a lot? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Too much to think about. I don't. Yeah. I. I. You know. Thought of. I. You know. Look at it and says, "Do I want to do this?" And I go, "No." That's the one. Over there. It's another one of those automated things. No. It's like in my head. I. I know where to look for it. I don't need a tag. I don't trust myself anymore. 
And just like a and just like a dumb search in Evernote will, will turn it up. I don't need to to revert to tags. Yeah. Because everything there's this whole backlog of stuff that's there already. I'm not going to go through that and re-tag everything. Or every time I capture something to put a tag on it, ah, not for me. I I, I don't do it. Well, you know the reason I enjoy tag or I enjoy. Let me rephrase. <laughs> I enjoy <laughs> tagging. The reason I tag is that things will come up that I've forgotten about. Mm. or I didn't even realize I had. So mm. even though I'm looking for a certain article, so let's say I know what I'm looking for and mm. I find it, and if it has a tag and if I just kind of go, let me see what else is tagged with that, sometimes it's really fun mm-hmm. to see that, whoa, I totally didn't realize I had that or I didn't know I had connected these two things. And by the way, again, that's something that Dev and Think will do. It'll actually figure out what's connected. Mm-hmm. It has some. They say it's an AI agent, but I'm not sure about that. But it's that finding things that are connected that I don't think about. I like those kind of surprises. And that really helps me with a lot of different things. For example, I, I might f- be looking for a certain article, and then I didn't realize that I had tagged like a activity that I'd made or a lesson plan or some note about my classes has the same mm. tag. And then it comes up and it's like, oh, I didn't know. Uh, these are related now. And I mm. forgot about that. So in that sense, tagging's good. Mm. But it is a pain. Mm. Right, it's a yeah. real, real pain. Yeah, for me, it, it hasn't. For me, I mean, I can understand if, if you, especially if you think about it a little bit, and you make the effort and like design a little system for yourself, it, it can be a miraculous thing. Uh, for me, mm, not yet, unless it's some kind of. I'm gonna contradict myself here, but there was like, if there was a way, like, for it to look at what you're doing and automatically create what it thinks would be a good tag and then say accept or decline this this tag or something then yeah i'd, I'd, I'd be tagging everything <laughs> uh, one way or the other but it, it's not part of the save process so it for me to actually make the conscious effort myself not going to happen right i can understand that yeah it makes sense <clears throat> you have to find a system for yourself I mean, that you is have, that is really the key right? right you have to sit down and actually just think how am i going to do this and then you're going to try it and you're going to find it doesn't work and you're going to modify it toss it out and adapt until you find a system that works yeah you look at you look at some like some big questions right so one of course is like how how easy is it to do how easy to, to use right mm-hmm. um it's got to be readily accessible 100 percent of the time somehow you got to have a system where wherever you are where you're in the john, where you're on the tra- in the train, uh, you're in the middle of your classroom, you get that idea. You, you got to be able to get to get some way to capture that idea. Right? Um, you have to make some kind of distinction about how soon uh, you need to act on that. Is this like an idea for someday? Is this something that oh, I forgot to do it yesterday? <laughs> I got to do this right after class. Um, yeah, you got to with, with that information. You got to somehow assign some, put it somehow, store it some way so that it doesn't get lost, doesn't fall between the cracks, and and you know, yeah, this, yeah. T- today is your anniversary. <laughs> oh my that, God, you're right. I forgot. <laughs> oh no. You don't want to, it's like going to be useless information tomorrow. But I can tell you that it's going to be useless. Um, you will suffer. You will really <laughs> suffer for that. And uh, yeah, how permanent, right? How permanent does it need to be, right? So like a, a reminder, you know, it's like, bam, it's, and it's gone and it's not going to be there. Well, you maybe you need a little of something, you need to put it somewhere else, right? And um, the other thing is like, how critical is information? Like we talked about the, the anniversary thing. It's like, well, you know, 
we're getting anniversary. That's that's pretty heavy duty. It's like you know, forgetting to get the the Tabasco sauce on the way home. Yeah, probably you'll live. It's like, but if that information that you've got is extremely critical, you whatever your system is, it better be better have a way for you to make sure that you're gonna get that information when you need it. Right. That's a good point. And the other thing for me that's very critical is just such a thing as very critical. I mean, there's critical care. Is there a very critical care unit? <laughs> Inten- well, there's I, intensive care. Yeah. I think okay. I think I think critical can be relative. I think you can have it. I don't think it's a. a it's like being pregnant. I think okay. it, it can be more or less critical. I so think. just adding to what yeah to what you've said, I completely agree that you have to be able to know is it something that has to be done today? Can is is it something that can be delayed for a while? How, how critical is it? But one of the things for me is that I need to be able to find it without knowing what it is specifically. There's mm. got to be some way. And whether it's, what is it due today? Is it a real high priority item? So there's got to be some kind of search function that lets me find something if I'm not quite sure how to retrieve it. Because you know that feeling, like I, I have this note somewhere. I wrote this down. Now what, you know, And it used to be on your desk, all the papers, and you'd start searching. So I need to have a really good search function that, and I think Evernote is very good at that. Yeah. Has a really nice search function, I think. Yeah. And it, what's really nice about it is that it does make all the PDF searchable. Mm-hmm. It, even photographs. You take right. a picture, and text. take a picture it'll of find... text. Yeah. Right. That's sweet. That's, that's really a nice one, isn't it? Yeah. That's, I think, one of the really nice functions. Yeah. The other thing, by the way, we didn't even talk about this, about capturing data is like, you know, getting into the habit of taking pictures of my whiteboards at the end of class mm-hmm. and the chalkboard, just boom, take a picture and have it. If a student ever has a question, you can just send it to them. So that that's, the, I think the key really is it's, it's the, the phone, the smartphone seems to be the real main link for me is having something that's in my pocket constantly. I don't have to open my bag. I don't have to take something out. It's there. It's immediate right away. So I can use it. Yeah, for for me, it's it's still the piece of paper in my pocket. <laughs> it's still that notebook. That that for me is easier than pulling out the phone and starting up the phone. Because <clears throat> especially in class, a lot of times I'm walking around the class. When I get to classroom, I basically take the phone out of my pocket and I chuck it on the desk. Hmm. I'll go back and and and, and get it if I want to make a point with the student or to show them something or that. But I, I'm when I'm walking around the classroom, I'm generally not carrying the phone with me. Hmm. Uh, but I do have the notebook in my pocket. And so that's where my first thing goes. And it's, for me, it's still faster and easier. Yes, that also means that I have to then do something with it at some further points. Whereas if I put it directly into the phone, I have the option of sending it exactly where I need it to be to retrieve it when it needs to be retrieved. And the the notebook is very much, a, in most cases, a very temporary uh, storage spot. But the point is that you'll write it down and then it's later entered into the machine. Right. And then that's one of the big points is like, you know, whatever your system is, you know, if you don't use it, <laughs> it's useless. <laughs> you know, however, you know, you spend hours like crafting this, this elaborate system or not, or symbol, whatever it is that you're going to use. If you don't use it, it's not going to help you. I mean, develop a system that works for you that, that you will use, even if it's writing on your hand. I do that. Right. It's like, well, it, it, well, it's right, right there. there. It's, <laughs> it's right there. 
Um, That's and you're not going to forget hot, it. Hot, humid days, though. You know, sweaty yeah. palms and. But you know, it was something. <laughs> it's like, well, what the hell was this? I well, that's the key. Though. It's that's... like the string on your finger, right? Well, you just. But that's what I, I'm always trying to avoid. Mm-hmm. That and that's the reason why right away I put something into drafts and I'll be able to figure out what to do with it mm-hmm. later. But I haven't quite lost it, and. Mm. I have certain ways of, you know, again, tagging things, even when I use drafts. So I roughly know what it's, what's going to be done. And I just need that to jog my memory just a little bit. Yeah. And I guess maybe the other thing for me is that I'm just so bad at typing on the iOS devices, whether it's a phone or whether it's the iPad. My, my text input is, is, you know, it's really bad. (laughs) (laughs) I really ham handed. I'm really, I'm really awful at it. So even as bad as my handwriting is, <laughs> it still for me works a little bit better than chink, 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 right. putting in, putting in the stuff in the phone. Right? Yeah. One thing though, I want to go back. We were talking about getting things done. The GTD system, which you call okay. the religion. Um, there is one really, in, or not one, but I think a really interesting idea that David Allen argues is that a lot of our stress is based on information floating around in our yeah. heads that mm. we should get out of our heads yep and that it really will decrease your stress level yes and that i think is very true i think unquestionably yes. true i find that if i get something out to on a to-do list or into a calendar that it's a good thing yes I yes. don't know whatever, whatever whatever system you've got just get it out of your head yeah, yeah. Put it somewhere where you don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah. One of the things when I started using OmniFocus first time, uh, and one of the th- you have to do is you have to just start entering all the things you need to do. And I started doing it, and then you figure out later how to file it and organize it. I think that's also a GTD thing. But yes. I did that. And I don't know, a couple of hours later... Yeah, I had this list and I looked at it and I said, "Wow, I true, didn't true, realize truly revelatory, huh?" I was like, "Mike, no wonder I'm stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. am doing yeah. so many things. Yeah. I didn't yeah. realize how much stuff I was doing. It was, as you said, it was revelatory. Um, yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, one thing for people to do is you should really sit down and just write down all the stuff, you know, teaching, lesson planning, grade. That, that's an excellent tip. That's an excellent tip. Be specific. Yeah. And you will have this huge list of stuff and you will find out that you are overwhelmed with an incredible amount of stuff. And that until I got it out, I didn't know. And then once I looked at it and started being able to put it into groups and blocks according to whether it was completely urgent or it could be delayed. And then there was a whole thing. It's like, you know what? No, I'm going to look at this in 17 years or something. That was just unbelievably helpful. I think probably the best thing for my mental health since tranquilizers. Yeah, that's <laughs> one, yeah, one of the things about getting things done, that, that initial exercise where you sit down and you make that list of everything that you've got to do is um, really useful. And it, one, it makes you, as you just said, it makes you aware of all the things that you are already doing and all the things that you kind of already think about all the things that you've forgotten because <laughs> you remember things that oh yeah oh yeah um but being at that point then using that um so whether you're using like a a, a total getting things done system or your own little to-do list and so forth 
put everything on there. Don't not put it there because you don't want your list to get too long because <laughs> you're going to forget about it. So you put it on that list, put it on the list or it's not going to get done. Um, that's that by itself is a, is really, really helpful. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, I don't know. Go ahead. The other point I was just going to say is the way I look at it. And I know that you know, I try to automate things more than you do. And that's just because I'm trying to just really reduce my stress. Mm-hmm. that's my whole goal. I mean, if doing this, using these things increases your stress level, do not do it. Find the thing that is the least stressful. And I find that kind of trying to automate things as much as possible so that I put something in and then it can go somewhere. And, you know, for example, I started using Hazel, which is a, uh-huh. uh, an action, kind of a weird app that just like watches folders and then does certain actions and I'm learning how to use that. And all of a sudden, it's like, whoa, this is a really useful thing. It will automa- I can set it to automatically clean out my downloads folder and put different kinds of files into different folders automatically. Anything that's going to save me time, reduce my stress level, that's really worth it. But that's the, the real goal. The objective is to get things done with the least amount of stress, with the highest level of efficiency. Yeah, and then everybody's different. So you, you know, talk exactly. about Hazel, right? For me, I'd be stressed when it's like, well, what, what's Hazel doing now? <laughs> what's doing now? What's, it, 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 it's throwing that away. No, no, I don't want to throw that away. I need that. <laughs> no, 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 don't do that. I'd be worried about it. <laughs> but I did stuff behind you'd, my you'd back. Create, you'd create an action, which is just save everything so I can <laughs> find it later. That's right. Or a pack rat. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then again, if you have something like Evernote, where it's an unbelievably searchable, right? It's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Right. And now yeah. storage is so cheap. Online uh-huh. cloud storage is so cheap. Yeah. And it's just, it's really nice. But I think we differ in that way, right? Well, I, and that's I, and that's part of it, right? It's like everybody's is going to be different. Different things work for different people. And you got to sit down and try and figure out what you're doing. And and one, one way to do it, like kind of what I did to your question first on, sorry. Work backwards. Back engineer it. Next yes. time you forget something, next time you forget something, okay, what would have, what could have, what would have prevented you from forgetting this? What could you have done in the past that would have brought this to your attention in a timely fashion so that you could have done the right thing? Um, what is it that you need to know when? And then what's the best, where would you get that? Were you going to get that from a notebook in your pocket? Are you going to get it from a... Uh, an automatic notification from your machine? Is it going to be a pop-up? Uh, is it going to be some a, a list on your computer that you check every day or your phone? Um, everybody is different. We all work different ways. Different things are going to work for different people. But for yourself, you sit down and think about it and don't be afraid to tweak somebody else's system. Don't be afraid to throw everything away and start from zero. Um but the danger there is don't get all OCD on it either, right? Making lists. No, I, I would never do that. And making making lists <laughs> is not the goal. <laughs> and and it's, it's really easy to fall off the ledge with this stuff, right? Because, again, there's so many apps out there and so many different ways of doing it. We try this and then try that and try that. It's like, well, it's, really, it's sometimes possible to lose sight of what you're actually trying to do. You're trying to reduce <laughs> all of that stuff. Right. Make but it as why. invisible as possible. And... As easy as possible. But it's interesting that given the different ways we handle things, something like drafts is central. Yeah. And so that's an important point is that that's 
I think, an app that mm. I strongly recommend to people. Yes. And it's just useful. Again, find a good calendar app, and whether it's the regular one that's in your computer or on your mobile device. Again, I find something like Fantastical too worth the money. Um, by the way, isn't it amazing that at this point in time, we're like, $5 for an app? I'm not going to pay that. <laughs> that's too expensive. This idea of the anchor now is so low for pricing of apps. Mm. But a good calendar app, something for note-taking, idea capture, and then a to-do app. And I think, for example, there's Wonderlist, which is free. Which that is, looks pretty good, doesn't that's it? That's very, it's, very it's, nice. It's free. And it's, it, but it's a little bit, for me, a little bit overkill. It's so It's a lot of stuff. And it's nice because it's got... For the desktop, for the for iOS devices, and yeah, it does a lot. It looks really looks very strong. Right. The other one is Todoist. That's the one I'm kind of settling on. You use that, right? I just well, it's free, that, isn't it? It's like 24 hours ago, 48 hours ago. Uh, yes, it's free. Um, some of the features are available only to a premium in-app purchase. It does have this uh, annoying little club aspect to it, which I kiboshed right away because it's like you get an email it's like oh you completed one task yesterday it's like, i don't need this <laughs> badges i don't want to i don't, don't want to i don't badges. want badges i don't know singing badges <laughs> i don't need this i don't need to remind us like, i bought this to avoid this crap anyway but right. um for me that looks like a really nice balance yeah uh, so, another good one that i liked was to to hyphen do list to do list with a hyphen mm -hmm. um if you like stickies and if you don't have too many lists, it's it's kind of got a neat combination of features. It pops in, pops out. All like like if you have like four or five different lists, they all come out at once. Bam, you know, put them away. Um, very customizable colors, fonts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, it's free. Uh, really nice. But uh, for me, the 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 the, five, the four or five stickies coming up at one time was more than I wanted to look at. Yeah. So. Kind of pushed me to to do this, which is a nice clean look. Right. There's Very another. Fast. There's another one. Remember the milk. Yep. Which is not <clears> if bad. you. It's really good if you work with one list. If you want everything on one list, it's remember the milk good. is yeah. really slick. But if you need different lists, it's a little bit different. The other thing that we forgot to mention are the mail apps that will take an email and actually use a to do list mo model. Ah, like right. I Outlook. Think Postbox or Airmail, I forget which one, actually allows you to take an email and mark it as like a to-do or a task. So if you're, you know, for example, it says, you know, you, we need you to write this report, it becomes a to-do item, which is nice. That saves an extra step in a way. But those are certain apps that'll do that. But I, I find I don't like those. I, I wouldn't like it either. And especially with my incredible dislike of all email apps right now uh, <laughs> and all the problems I've been having uh, with my email yeah, apps. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I think we've kind of covered, I think we've got the idea that the goal is to make you more efficient, more productive with the least amount of stress and with the fewest steps. And yeah, free up your mind, right? Yes, free up your get brain. that stuff you, out you, of your head. You That's don't really need it. True. You need it in your head. Get it out of there. Yeah, Put, yeah. Let, let your brain do other stuff and let you let, let your system take care of the things that you can't not do right <laughs> let, let the machine remind you let the machine well, remember for you you don't have to use that that mental energy for that kind of stuff use it for something else it's a good point yeah it's you know, again it's it's a tool 
and it can do things better than your brain can. And there's certain things mm. your brain can do better than a computer. And it's figuring out what things are done better and how to do them and how to use the tool. Yeah, yeah. Right? It does make a try, difference try, how you grip a hammer. Trying to remember all this stuff is a terrible waste of resources. Yes, yes, yes. And especially for somebody like me who kind of goes, what, what, what? There's something I'm supposed to do. Oh, oh, yeah. Like move out of the middle of the highway before the car hits me. <laughs> Cross the road. Okay, so I think we've covered a few things. Again, you know, little details, step by step, kind of connect the dots. Yeah. And recommended some apps. But this idea of actually just sitting down and making a workflow, map it out. Mm. And get a piece of paper. <laughs> yeah, A3, A3 paper. This is get really a really great big thing. piece of paper. Color pens and stuff and... Have at it. Man, a flow, yeah, get a flowchart. You got to make a flowchart and figure out, and you'll be amazed at actually how complex it all looks. But if you can figure things out, it actually can turn out to be actually a reasonably simple system that only uses a couple of apps. And if and if nothing else, as, as you as you mentioned from the, from the GTD thing, um, sit, block yourself out some time because it's going to take some time, and make make an hour. Set aside an hour at, at least. At least. At least. And make a list of all the things you have to do. You make sure you have enough paper. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a it's gonna be a real long list. Um, you you will be amazed. You yes. really start sitting down thinking about all the things that you have to do. Um, it's it'll be revelatory. It it, it might might change your life. That's a good point. And there we go. And I think I'm gonna go make a list again of more things to do. <laughs> no, nothing OCD about that. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing about that at all. Okay, so we're done. We're done. Well done. Okay. Mm, all think. right. So, Charles Wiz. Tony Silva. Two teachers talking. Yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just find it. <laughs> okay, Tony. Back right. to work, isn't it? Yep, yep. You be well. See you. Okay.